Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. make a mistake and we're no longer certain of our salvation or even worse somebody among us makes a mistake and we're no longer sure about their salvation and Jesus says it's all on him it's all on him he was executed for all of it when your brother offends you he should have to pay for that no Jesus paid for it you should let it go no matter what it is it's already been dealt with at the cross There is a time and place for accountability amongst believers. But as Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, grace and forgiveness are even more important elements of our relationships. Christians fail all the time, but you shouldn't let those shortcomings and offenses stand in the way of unity. Forgive them their trespasses, as God has forgiven yours. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The brilliant of our age. They take a little bit from over here, they take a little bit from over there, they take a little bit from this. And and as you're talking to them, you'll hear them say something like, well, I just believe. I just believe this or I just believe that. And, and you're like, well, where, where did you get that from? You know, it's, I mean, and what you find is basically they've made up their own religion. I just believe this. I just believe that. I just believe this other thing. And it usually centers around the earth. It usually centers around them. Have you noticed that? It's earthbound. It's self-centered. So often it, it's, it's just, and even if, even if it takes into consideration that there is an afterlife, quite often their version or their their belief about it is that they're coming back. They get a redo. They get or two or three or twenty, right? But it stays earthbound. It stays focused on on the here and now and and you know bettering themselves. And what, what's the the self realization? Right? It's all about it's all it's me. It's all it's a me centered belief system, an earthbound belief system, almost always. Almost always. So impressed with their own intelligence. Romans chapter 1 talks about that, by the way. We're not going to turn there, but Paul talks in detail about the fact that, you know, we, we get so wise in our own estimation that we start doing without God, making it up as we go along, and that God's wrath is that He lets us do that. He actually allows us to do it. And then suffer the consequences of our foolishness. But Paul tells us here, God has deliberately chosen to use people like you and me. He puts his spirit within us. And then he takes us and makes us fruitful. He tells us what to say and he guides us to the people that he wants us to speak to and serve. 
The second thing that I want you to notice, though, is the message itself. The message itself is so simple that people trip over it. He says, you know, the, the, the Jews demand a sign. They always wanted, you know, signs. They, they were constantly harassing Jesus about show us a sign, show us a sign, show us a sign. Focused on the, the, the miraculous. Prove yourself to us. Demonstrate the power of God. You know, these, and, and, and he said the, with the Greeks, with, with the people who were not Jewish, they just look at it and say, that's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Somebody came back from the dead? I don't buy that. How crazy is that? God became a man? Why would God become a man? And, and they want to argue and dispute, and the message is so simple. Trust Jesus and submit yourself to him. He'll forgive your sin, and he'll lead you through this life and into eternity. It's such a simple message, but it's so simple that people struggle with it. You know, I find a lot of times in, in our community here in South Florida, so many of us have grown up in a religious tradition. Even if we didn't consider ourselves to be religious people, in reality we were. And, and here's what I mean by that. And Pastor David, for those of you who were there last night, he talked a little bit about it. You know, the, the, the idea that, you know, well, my good kind of outweighs my bad, so I should be all right. Well, that's a religion. That's a very religious perspective. I've done some good works. I know I've done some bad things, but basically I'm a good person. And so I'm sure God's going to let me in when the time comes. Or I've done this ritual or that ritual. You know, I, I have, yeah, I know I've, I'm, I'm no saint, but I hear that one a lot. I go to church two or three times a year. You know, I was, I was baptized. I was confirmed. I've done, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank. And the Bible says, no, that's, that's really not the issue here. It's not about the rituals. It's not about your achievements. It's, it's not about your contributions. It's not about whether or not you're a good person compared to your next-door neighbor. God's perfection is the only standard, and none of us measures up. None of us does. There's no, no such thing as a perfect person. I'll have people from time to time want to argue with me about whether or not they're a sinner, but nobody has ever said to me, I'm perfect. We all agree. Nobody's perfect. Well, then everybody is a sinner. And so we all need to be forgiven. And the simple message of the gospel is that God loves us so much that he came to the earth. He put skin on, presented himself to be executed in our place, so that now if we'll just humble ourselves and say, I, I know, I need forgiveness, forgiveness is available. When we acknowledge, I don't know how to do this perfectly, He will take the reins and lead us according to His perfect plan. He does know how to do it perfectly. The message is such a simple one. But even as Christians, I find that quite often... We're still trying to impress God. We're still somewhat religious with our lives. We make a mistake and we're no longer certain of our salvation. Or even worse, somebody among us makes a mistake and we're no longer sure about their salvation. And Jesus says it's all on Him. It's all on Him. He was executed for all of it. When your brother offends you, he should have to pay for that. No, Jesus paid for it. You should let it go. No matter what it is, it's already been dealt with at the cross. And we need to stop complicating this simple message. You know, one of the things that struck me from this passage, look with me, if, if you would, at chapter 2, verse 1. 
He says, and I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or, or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. The message of the gospel is the testimony of God himself. The testimony of God himself. And that testimony is that he loves you enough to die for you. He is so devoted to you that he was willing to come and humble himself and become a part of his creation and then present himself to be humiliated. You know, part of the reason that the Jews stumble over the message of the gospel is the fact that we're telling them, the Bible is telling them, that their Messiah was crucified. And the Orthodox rabbis respond to to that. That's impossible. To be crucified means to be accursed of God. Our Messiah is not accursed of God. But the Bible says, yes, actually, he was. For your sake. For your sin. He took upon himself. He became your curse. So that you could receive his righteousness. The testimony of God. Look with me at James chapter 3. I want you to see something. Because again, we're talking about the wisdom of God. Verse 13. A bit confrontational. He says, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts... Do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. James says, you know, what your culture tells you, what the society around you insists is wise and the right way to live and and the way to view things. He says, in reality, this is not just dumb. It's demonic. This message that we find even in the church that is centered around the person. What God is going to do for me, what He should do for me, and what I deserve, what I'm entitled to, what I want. James says, you know, that, 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 that's from the pit. That's not from God. That's self-seeking, envious, demanding attitude of entitlement smells like smoke. doesn't look like Jesus. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of Main Thing Radio, you'll be able to do so online at MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to meet you, so if you're in the area, come join us this weekend for a time of worship, Bible study, and getting to know one another. We meet weekly on Sundays, plus we have gatherings throughout the week we'd love to include you in. Find out more by giving us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. If you'd like to hear more of Pastor Robert's messages, you can find them at MainThingRadio.com. You can subscribe to our podcast, too. And here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. 
Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 